0: Welcome to our Hakel podcast, episode 23 in the series Classic Take, where we will take a classic concept of Mashiach and try to dig into it a little bit deeper. This shir is dedicated to Yeshua Ben Arye. The question is: Will Mashiach discriminate between different Jews? Basically, the question is: Is every single Jew going to merit the redemption? or are there going to be some Jews that will not merit the redemption? In the past, we've discussed the fear that some people have of Mashiach. They're afraid of the Hevli Mashiach, the birth pangs of Mashiach, and other associated fears that some people have. Another very important item on that list, which people are afraid of, is the fact that it would seem from some sources that not every single Jew will merit redemption. On the contrary, some sources seem to imply that only those that are very righteous will merit the redemption and everyone else uh, won't be worthy of getting the redemption. Accordingly, some people are very afraid of the coming of Mashiach because they're afraid that they're not going to make it. So there's many points that have to be discussed and properly explained. This is something which is very, very important and fundamental in the coming of Mashiach. We will not be able to cover it in one podcast, but we'll try to cover some of the fundamental points. First of all, there's two different types of prophecies. As with everything in Mashiach, there's always multiple um, approaches, multiple different... Predictions and prophecies and contradictory prophecies regarding the coming of Mashiach. There are some prophecies which seem to imply that uh, the coming of Mashiach does depends on the person. In other words, it speaks about, there's a number of prophecies speaking about how the wicked will perish before Mashiach comes or after Mashiach comes. And the Seyyyim Hadin, day of judgment, which we spoke about in the past, which really is doesn't take place right after Moshiach comes. It takes place b- by Tchias the resurrection of the dead, at the seventh, beginning of the seventh millennium. But either way, that's we discussed that briefly in the past. So this would lead people to think, oh my, you know, if, if I'm not completely righteous, maybe it's better if I don't exist in the days of Moshiach. On the other hand, we have other prophecies which speak in a very different tone. We have the famous prophes- fr- prophecy, will be being that day, Gadol, a great Sheifer will be blown, and those Jews that are lost in the land of Egypt, in the land of Asher, and those that are dejected, those that are, you know, pushed away in the land of Mitzrayim of Egypt, will come and bow down before Hashem in the holy mountain of Yerushalayim. We also find other verses which say "Vatam Tluk to look to l'achad b'nei Yisrael, how Hashem will gather together every single Jew to the last one. And many other verses and discussions, prof, you know, the teachings of our sages and that, along those lines. So we're right away presented with a um, con- conflict, with a contradiction. What's the proper approach? Well, the truth is one insight we could gain from the Gemara. The Gemara actually mentions one verse, which was interpreted in two opposing ways. There's a verse that says that I will take the Jewish people, one man from a city and two members from a family. And says he says that this verse should be taken literally, which means that in the future redemption, it could be that only one Jew from a whole city will be deemed worthy of the redemption, or two people from a whole family. Rabbi Eichnan, who was usually the um, one that learned together with Reh and was the one that would often argue with him, he doesn't like to interpret the verse this way. He says no, he says quite the contrary. He learns the verse in a completely opposing light. He says that the verse means to say that one man of a city will in his merit, a whole city will be, will, 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 will be liberated, will be redeemed in the final redemption because of one man in the city. So he tells, uh, he, he says, One man in the city will protect, will give merit to all the people in the city. Two people of a family will bring merit to the entire family. Now, POS can bring down, a number of sources, bring down that the halacha actually follows Rebbe opinion. So we see over here something very interesting. The same verse could be learned in two different ways. And this, by the way, is, is not unique. We know that the Rambam himself writes that the matters of the future redemption, to begin with, were said in ambiguous language. There are many opposite interpretations. There even opposite prophecies which contradict each other. And as we discussed in the past, it really all is based on the merits of the Jewish people. And if we look closely over here, we see it's not just based on the merits of the Jewish people, meaning every individual Jew, but there's a larger picture over here. It could be that there are Jews that are not deserving of redemption in their own right. But nevertheless, there's one man of a city will elevate the whole city. Two people of a family will elevate the whole family. So we see that there is a, a um, concept over here, which is if we look closely, we could see that in essence, Reish Lakish and they're not arguing to the, to, regarding the aspect if every single Jew will merit the redemption in his own right. The question is, when we have a Jew who would seem that maybe he's not deserving of redemption, Reish says, okay, the verse is disqualifying him from the redemption. says, no, it's not what the verse is trying to say. In the contrary, the verse is trying to find a way of including him in because he's part of the city where there's this tzaddik of the city so therefore he's elevated the tzaddik is able to elevate him he's able to protect him and have him join the future redemption on the same line the sigimot is in sanhedrin if you continue reading further in the page it discusses um that there are during the redemption of from metzias mitzrayim the exodus from egypt Only a minority of Jews actually left, a small percentage of them left. Many Jews passed away during the three days of darkness, as we know. And according to some opinions in the Gemara, the same thing will be in the future redemption. But nevertheless, as as I mentioned, we see over here, in this this discussion of the Gemara, we see both opinions coming head to head. But as I discussed, the halacha follows Rabbi opinion. Now, let's try to understand a little bit more what's going on over here. So, first of all, on a very basic level, the point is that there's two ways of the redemption could come. The redemption could either come in a way of chesed, in a way of kindness, or in a way of gvurah, of judgment, of strict, you know, following the letter of the law to the team. And technically, if the the gula comes, in other words, Hashem has to bring the gula, the, the redemption has to come by hook or by crook, it's a promise Hashem made. But nevertheless, um, when it happens, it could happen in two ways. It could either happen if the Jewish people aren't deserving, and then the gula would happen in a much more merciful manner, or the the redemption could come about in a manner, because it has to happen, because Hashem promised that He's going to bring the redemption, but then if the Jewish people aren't meritorious, they don't have enough merits, so then it could be a very harsh process and only select few righteous people will be redeemed so technically the verses that discuss of this great purge of the sinners and so on and so forth obviously they are true but in essence they are referring to a gula which a redemption which comes in a more judgmental manner manner. on the other hand we see that there is a concept of bringing the gula redemption in a peaceful manner in a merciful manner which also means that in, if Mashiach will come in that matter, it doesn't necessarily mean that every single Jew will be worthy of redemption, but that there will be enough merit to cause that every single Jew, even though he's not deserving on his own, will be able to be covered and protected through the merits of the righteous people of his time. So basically, when we're when, when we look throughout the different predictions regarding the redemption, different the different ways it's explained, we right away see that there is. We have to identify, are we talking here from the letter of the law? In other words, when the, when the redemption comes by hook or by crook, and then everyone is being examined and scrutinized to see if he's deserving of it, or the redemption is coming in a merciful way, which then it's more embracing and all-inclusive, and even Jews that might not deserve the redemption and of their own merits will nevertheless merit the coming of Mashiach. Now, on a practical level, a number of Svarim explain that at this point in history it's impossible that the Gula should come in such a harsh manner way you know from the manner of strict judgment the reason is because this din this gevura, this attribute of 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 severe judgment was already sweetened was already in other words the, the the was already pacified throughout all this by two things first of all there was so much suffering of the Jewish people in exile and I mean, as a number of commentaries point out, unfortunately, we have seen this verse: one man out of a city, and two people of a family, um, became fulfilled in a very negative way. Before in, in a recent mem- in recent history, during the Holocaust, there was sometimes only one man survived from the city, two people from a family. So the the negative aspect of this verse was already fulfilled. There's no reason we should expect that, it, God forbid, it has to go any further. So the suffering of the Jewish people as a whole, which many Jews, even if they weren't religious, they weren't righteous, they all suffered just because they were Jews. That itself made them deserving, gave them the merit of being of, of being included in the redemption. And the Jewish people as a whole, historically, they went through all the suffering. So at this point, it's it, it's it's even the attribute of judgment, which on its own might have declare that only the most righteous should be redeemed, it doesn't have the right anymore to demand that 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 was pacified, so to say, by all the negative things that happened furthermore that's besides the, the negative suffering that we had, we also have positive things we have merits we have tzaddikim who made who 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 tried to encourage the Jewish people to add merits they they, they gave their own merits for the Jewish people they encouraged Jewish people to do merits. And therefore, their merits help elevate and protect the Jewish people as a whole, that they should all be deserving of the redemption. In this vein, we have a, one interesting interpretation that highlights the difference between Abu and Eshlakish. Eshlakish says, He takes the verse in a very literal way, that only one man from a city might be deserving of redemption. Abu says, No, one man of a city will elevate the city, will protect the city can be understood in different modes of how tzaddikim relate to the people of the generation. Eshlakesh is referring to a attitude of gavurah, an attitude of gavurah, of, of severity, of discipline, is, you know, that either you're righteous or you're not. Then, if a person is not righteous, you know, who cares about him? Furthermore, people that are in that tzaddikim, that have that mode of divine service, are usually tzaddikim that focus on their own personal avoider. They're not focused on elevating the people around them. Rabbi Yochanan, on the other hand, is the attribute of chesed. Also we know the word in, the, in his name Yechanon is chanan, chanina. The attribute of, of kindness, of grace, of, of, of chesed. Rabbi Yochanan's approach is that if there's a tzaddik in the city, the tzaddik is not serving Haibishaj just for himself. The tzaddik's there to elevate the city, to teach the city. If the tzaddik does his service, he serves the and so that his merit should go to the people of the city, and he tries to furthermore tries to teach and inspire and elevate the people of the city, so that itself causes the avoid of the tzaddik, the merit of the tzaddik to extend to the people of the city and to elevate them and to refine them, that they should merit the redemption. So in this in this vein, we see there's a number of different mymad chazal, for example. Regarding the day of judgment of the future, we, there's a famous teaching. The Gemara explains how Yitzchak, you know, Yitzhak, our ancestor, our patriarch, will, so to say, take on himself. You know, there's, a, there's a whole discussion I want to get into right now. The Gemara discusses how, on the day of judgment, he will, so to say, tell David that you know he'll take half of the sins on himself, that he'll he'll atone for half of the sins of the Jewish people himself, which basically we find other such sources, which means that the tzaddikim of the generations, their merit that was done with the ava sisro, with the intention to, to elevate and to, and, and to protect the Jewish people as a whole, will have the power to cause every single Jew to, to become meritorious of the redemption. On the same vein, this attitude is highlighted by the Rambam. In other words, when if a person wants to know from the perspective of halacha, Do we say that only those people that are completely righteous will merit the redemption? And that we have a clear halacha, which the Rebbe spoke many, many times about, of our person is supposed to view the world as if it's in the as a scale, half good and half the opposite, and the scale is equally balanced. And one good deed tips the scale for good for who? For the whole world. He, as the Rambam writes, the, the expression he calls for him and for you know for 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 the whole world, he calls salvation. And Rabbi emphasizes how one action can change everything for the whole world, which again, it's a perspective over here that it's even this one action of one individual Jew can bring merit to the entire world. So, this is a, a halachic perspective regarding Mashiach, how the merits of one person could affect all the Jewish people as a whole. Now, it's... It's, it's, it's uh, I, I think I mentioned this in the past, but I, I'll reiterate it here. It's actually this number of stories of tzaddikim who said that they had the ability to bring Mashiach, but they pushed it off because they saw that if Mashiach would come at that time, there would be certain Jewish souls that would be lost. The process of refining every single last Jew, that every single Jew should be completely ready for the gula, is a process which could take a long time. And the tzaddikim saw, they were told from heaven, there were certain tzaddikim that wanted to push through their powers, and Mashiach should come at that point, but they were told from heaven that if they'll push, certain souls will be lost forever. And therefore they relented, they didn't push. The Rebbe mentioned uh, similar concepts himself, and, uh, and so on and so forth. So, in other words, this is really reflecting the concept we spoke about before. In other words, if the geula, the redemption, would have come at a time when not all the Jewish people would have been ready, so then there wouldn't have been enough collective merits for all the Jewish people as a whole. Whatever the whatever whatever exactly is necessary for for the redemption to come in a merciful manner. So then, yes, it could have been. There's this potential that Jew, certain Jewish people will be lost. But now, after everything we went through. So now the perspective has to be very different the perspective is that at this point we've gone through almost 2000 years of exile and suffering and so on and so forth and there were so many merits that the Jewish people as a whole and the tzaddikim as a whole have done on behalf of the Jewish people therefore the Jewish people deserve every single Jew will be able to participate in the in the in the and the future redemption more more particularly and most importantly it's important to emphasize that we know that a number of sources explain that Mashiach himself will really be the one instrumental in making this happen. The Medrash describes how Mashiach will accept suffering. It says that Mashiach himself suffers, and he's suffering for the sins of the Jewish people, in order to make sure that every single Jew should merit the redemption. It says that Mashiach tells Hashem, he says, I'm ready to accept suffering, but... Only that every single last Jew, not only every single last Jew of his day, but of previous generations, and even babies that, uh, even miscarriages, every single Jew should, by hook or by crook, should merit the redemption. And that is why he accepts suffering, which means that there could be a Jew that he, on his own accord, doesn't merit the redemption. But because Moshiach accepts suffering, Moshiach is someone that will not let go of, every, of, of any last Jew. So it's, it's the efforts of Mashiach himself that will ensure that every single jewel merit a redemption. In this vein, the, um, a number of sources explain that the Gemara says that if one person does tshuva, he brings forgiveness for the whole world. Similar, a little similar to what I mentioned before, the Ramam says that one good deed, you know, brings salvation to the whole world. But, but there, it's, it's you know, the the the, the 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 Chachamim used a little bit of a different term. the Yachid shav Sacht I think it is that an individual that does Shuvah he brings forgiveness to the whole world. And the question obviously is, what? How could it be one individual does Shuvah so he forgives the sins of the whole world? So Rabtadik Hakayin explained. He says this. And we're not just talking about any individual. We're talking about one very special individual. That is Mashiach. Mashiach will do tshuva. Mashiach, in other words, Mashiach will, will, will have such an intense experience of tshuva that he will, of Avodas Hashem, of connection to, connection to Hashem, that he will inspire the whole world with Hirhuday tshuva, with thoughts of tshuva. Mashiach is not just he will do his own personal connection, service of Hashem, which will make him righteous and deserving to become the Redeemer. The void of Mashiach, the divine service of Mashiach, will be that he will do such an intense tshuva, such an intense bond with Hashem, that he will bring in thoughts of tshuva throughout every single Jew in the world. And by doing that, Mashiach will be able to bring about that every single Jew should be forgiven and that every single Jew should merit the redemption. Additionally, there's another teaching that some people say could even have been said by the Baal Shem Tov that. Mashiach will be someone that will be able to be melamed tzchus, he'll find merit even on the worst rasha. And by doing that, he will arouse that rasha to do tshuva. And only Mashiach, it says that the greater a tzaddik is, he's able to see the good even in in the worst rasha. Somebody that's not such a big tzaddik, you know, he could maybe maybe love an ordinary Jew, but to love the worst rasha, to see the good in somebody that seems to be completely, you know, on the black list, that is impossible for him maybe. But Mashiach, which will be the ultimate Tzaddik, will be able to see the good even in the biggest Russia. And by his limut by him trying to find merit and arouse the good within that Jew, he'll be able to turn over that Jew, that that Jew to do, should, should do tshuva and that Jew should merit the redemption. So basically, the answer is if we would want to give a, a proper answer to the question, will Mashiach discriminate? Mashiach will not discriminate. Not at all. On the contrary, Moshiach will try to make sure that every single Jew merits the redemption. Kleisenberg once said that if anti-Semites didn't discriminate between one Jew and another and that Rahman al-Islam persecuted religious and non-religious alike, Moshiach definitely won't discriminate. But in in essence, those people that are afraid of the different predictions and prophecies about not everyone being deserving of redemption, so one way of answering the question is, there is a point over there, yes, there is such a concept, but if we took a look at the greater picture, we see that that concern is already taken care of. Because yes, there might be some people that won't deserve the redemption in their own right, but there is a greater picture. There's the suffering of the Jewish people throughout history. There's the merits of the Jewish people, the merits of Mashiach, the suffering of Mashiach, and that's why the Rebbe highlighted it's so important for us to do every mitzvah on to bring Mashiach. In other words, not just we're doing the mitzvah for our own personal merit. Our merits are meant to elevate the whole world, all the Jewish people at large. So, like this, every single Jew, we should all merit the coming of Mashiach in a peaceful and merciful manner. May it happen, take it from Yad Mamish.